So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll go. I run out of my room. I go down the stairs. I'm feeling good. I'm doing all right. And then all of a sudden, as I'm walking along the M1, the M1 oh, no. is like the name of the center of the ship. So this is not a passenger area, but but there's a lot of crew down there. And as really I'm walking along the space. M1, yeah, yeah, it just hits me. I was like, oh, shit. I got to throw up right fucking now. Finally got rid of it. They're guys. They do magic. They are the magic guys. Oh my God, I don't believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll just shut up because uh, the guy you want to hear from is uh, is back, baby. That's right, baby. I'm back. back, Jason. I'm back. And I'm better than ever. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I haven't done a podcast in a minute, so... Uh... Any topics that we're discussing today there, Master Josh, leader of the writing up the topics that we talk about typically? Dude, well, we, today's about you, man. We want to know what the hell you've been doing for three months. <laughs> you've barely been, you know, seen online. So you've just been... And we don't want this story about a cruise ship. We want the truth. <laughs> like, we know that we, you weren't on a boat. Come yeah, on. All right. That, so right? I, went, I went to Venezuela and I started a revolution. Run with the bulls and all that <laughs> stuff. Did you do that thing? <laughs> I wish. That's on my uh, list. Yeah. It's yeah, on the bucket doing... list for me. Running with the bulls. Or it was. I might do that. Yeah, I might give it a crack. Hey, run with some bulls. What about you, Josh? You down? Down for a quick trip to run with bulls? I love bull running. Yeah. Bull, I was bull super running, enthusiastic running about this in my youth. Now now maybe I would just jog with the bulls. <laughs> Lightly jog <laughs> next to the bulls. Yeah. <laughs> you just pull out I, your I, red wait, silk. I, <clears throat> I, I would vanish it. Given the chance, I will be there with them in some capacity. <laughs> well, that's better than not showing up at all. You know what I'm saying? At least wow. I'm not quitting the bucket list. So what have I been doing? Let me give it to you straight. I have been on a cruise ship for the last three and a half ish months, learning the ropes of theater shows on, on uh, boats and stuff, you know, cause I was like, Originally, I wasn't going to do the gig, but then I thought, you know what? Might as well give it a crack because uh, I could learn a lot about those higher production shows. Did and you I know did. It was I learned be a lot. Three months when you signed uh, on. Because originally, like- I, originally I signed on for one for one for one month. Yeah, but there were a few circumstances, which is why I extended. So hey, it's good. One- that it's good to be wanted, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, it's such an alien thing for a street performer. I didn't think you'd make it a week, much less a month or uh, three. I got. I got to be honest with you. It's it's rough. It is rough. Like living on the boat is some rough stuff. Were you by yeah. yourself the whole time? Did did oh, your wife I, visit or? I I got I, I got the turnaround days, so I get to come back to Sydney and see everyone. Hello, oh, Antonio nice. Johnson, John Prentice three. Mm-hmm. G'day guys, how you doing? What's up, John? Hey. Howdy. Jim, Jimmy's made a great um, observation that we made earlier as well. Jace looks thin. Can you believe it? I said the same thing when I saw him. I was like, you lost a person on you. Yeah. <laughs> Down like uh, he, He's evolved back to uh, the 2020 Jason. You, you were busy, <laughs> Josh. That was our whole pre-show conversation is how I can lose my fat. <laughs> and Jason. Yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. And, what, and what was the answer? <laughs> Uh, Just be sensible, diet. you know, stop, eat, eat well and exercise, eating. be mm. accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Put down the fork. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, um, yeah, I lost like 25 or 26 kilos. I'm not really sure exactly <clears throat> how much uh, I lost a lot though. I'm still, I'm still losing, still losing weight. Cause I, I 
Got to cut all the way down <clears throat> until I have a Josh, a Josh body. You know what's Should crazy? You know what's it. crazy is like we were. Thank you. We were saying that um, Josh.Bito.com. Um, we were saying that uh, <laughs> normally people go on a cruise to put on weight, and somehow you've done the opposite. That's what I was saying. I expected him to be large and in charge, like bigger than ever. But no. Nope. Yeah, like nope. that's the reason. You know, you know to what stay it is? On the ship. You know, for you know how I managed to. You know how I managed to survive the ship for three months is by having goals because I wasn't making content anymore. I wasn't making content anymore, but I was performing live a lot, obviously on the stages. And then I was in my free time. I was tr- still training. I was training a lot, and I was dieting, and I was concentrating on. I don't know, reinventing myself, I guess. The most important <laughs> thing, goals. Short attainable goals are the key to getting what you want. Yeah, man. Plus, it's kind of nice, like, working out on the ship because the gym's at the back of the boat, and so you can, like, see the beautiful ocean, you can feel the beautiful wind, and you're just like, ah. That's pretty cool. Good. It's just a good space to work out, yeah. And then there was that dark, dark time where you got bloody isolated in your cabin for a week. <laughs> How did you not then leave after that happening? Um... Like what Honestly, was that, that like? There were a lot of times when I thought about leaving the boat. I got to be honest with you. I <laughs> he lived off <laughs> balloons. It's true. It's true, man. Uh, there were a lot of times that I thought about jumping off the boat, but I was like, nah, I ain't no quitter. I was like, I want to do this. I I kept meeting like really great performers, so I kind of stayed to hang out with them more. That's the taking this opportunity and then making it a learning experience as well as a professional opportunity. That's the beauty, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean. For me, it was awesome. Like, I got to meet some really, really cool people. Were there other magicians on the cruise? Yeah, lots of them. Lots, lots of them. Lots. Yeah, I got to re- I got to meet a, a young New York magician named Ruben Moreland. Oh, that baby! Was, that was one of the highlights of my whole trip. I got to work with him for you what know a Ruben. Yeah, Ruben is. Yeah, dude, he's a uh, he is awesome. No so doubt, hanging right? out with, hanging out with him was amazing. He taught mm-hmm. me some of his billiard ball stuff. It's nice um, to know he's working international cruise ship circuits. Good for Ruben. Fuck yeah, he it. decided he decided to go back into the full swing of performing now because originally he like moved on to like making videos and stuff. Like he was a he's like a an actual proper video maker dude. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then after performing on the boat with all of us, he decided that he wants to go full swing, baby, and become awesome. a magician again, which is great because that guy makes yeah. good stuff. Dude <clears throat> makes good stuff. Creative. Talented, yeah, he, I got skilled, to see his dissect live. Hey, was he what playing was the character? Um, He's playing the Bob. purple rabbit of the Bob, oh, the Bob guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How funny is it? That is funny. Well, were you in a yeah. magic theme show, or was like how yeah, do you yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of magicians? I, suppose I, was in, I was in a show called the Pur- I was in a show called the Purple Rabbit. It's like a variety show with like three magicians and then an acrobat and then a beatboxer. Okay, which so is great. Magicians, right. yeah, which is great. And the and I was playing the role of the beer wizard. Um, if you guys know who Dom Chambers is, Dom Chambers is the guy that wrote the show. But he's also like Australia's uh, America's Got Talent, sorry, semi finalist. And he did a was it semi finalist? No, he was a finalist. I think. Yeah, he went all the way. But he was the guy that produced all the beers on the stage out of the bag, and then one out of the shoe and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was filling in his role on the boat while he did that role on land. And uh, it was crazy. It's just a it's just a crazy experience. The guy writes good shows, like. So this guy every- produced a show for the cruise ship, then. And- <laughs> no, he produced the he produced the show for the Fringe, but then the cruise saw it and loved oh, it so much that they just it. took it on the boat, and they were like, "Let's let's do it." Good to know that's happening. 
Dude, the guy and, writes really good shows. Like Dom's Dom's easily one of the best magicians I've ever fucking seen. And I believe part of that show was written by, or at least I know the character Bob was written by Simon, Simon Coronel. Coronel, that's right. So there's Simon some great Coronel. minds in there uh, yeah. writing this stuff. Simon Coronel. Uh, we had the Australian beatbox champion in the show. We had, uh, what is it, the current world champion of magic and then the second place world champion of magic both in the show. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had FISM winners on that? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The comedy magician? Uh who, uh, who, who, who's the other one? So Simon Coronel and Vincent Kerr. Oh yeah. Simon Coronel. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and we had, but, is uh, he, but he's not in the show currently, right? Like he, I know he wrote, he wrote the show, but he's probably busy. He was, busy he was things. in the start of it. So he keeps, uh, he'll come in when it's on land. He'll like fill in the Bob roll when it's like convenient. Say, for what him. a great so time to be on that boat. Wow. Yeah. I got to, I got to meet some insanely good performers, man. Wow. Some of the, some of the people I met were, just bonkers. I met some insane jugglers. Um, I love good. a juggler. Oh man, I love a juggler. Why don't you tell them how you juggled your uh, camera lens there, Jace? Oh, I got it here actually, bro. Look. <laughs> oh no. Look at this. Oh no. <laughs> Is that the 16 mil? Yeah. Oh. It was on stage. I was filming a TikTok for them, like helping them make some content. Ouch. And then and then it just fucking fell off the stage. That's <laughs> and it rough. Just, I remember it falling. It was like, it, it felt like it was falling for like 20 minutes. It took yeah. so long for it to hit the ground. I was like, oh no. It felt like, a, yeah, not like that. Not exactly like that sound effect. And it fell and, like, and it broke. The camera was fine. So pretty happy about that. But the lens is dead. So I have another one now. Obviously, I just bought a new one. But So um, did you find there's a strong camaraderie between all these performers, the variety artists? Were you guys like hanging out a lot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think I everyone gets gets along pretty good. There's obviously uh um some egos that clash. Probably the uh, jugglers. I still love them though. <laughs> actually the actually the jugglers are all lovely because there's only like one of them and his name You don't is have James to cover Buster. up for them. It's okay, Jason. Yeah. Fuck them jugglers, man. <laughs> uh, and then uh yeah, we got to like travel everywhere too. So I got to meet up with Mika in person. Our, our video editor who donates That's our so shorts. Cool. I had to meet Saw up that. with him in person. I convinced him to quit his job and move to Australia. <laughs> Look, if you want to do it, you right? have to make these moves, right? You can't just That's do right. jobs and become a great magician. Hey, man, he's, he's doing it. He's doing it. He's taking steps now. I was Good. like, quit your job, quit your job and move to Australia. Busk. And he's already making it happen. So legend, absolute legend. God damn. What's the, is it November. He's meant to be coming over here or is it December 5, December 5. He booked his flight for December 5. Damn. Damn. Congratulations, Mika. A one-way flight, a one-way ticket. He bought. That's the way to do it. To Jasonville. I left, I left town with 30 bucks and a bus ticket to Chicago. Didn't know what I was doing, but I did. You're up to 60 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Got a a big savings of $60. Saying sometimes you got to make choices. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I quit. I quit my job and just dived into the whole street thing. Same. No backup plan. Exact yeah, I was, I was like, "Wish me luck, everybody." Well, and uh, now here we are. Like how? <laughs> we, uh, yeah, and now you're on ships. Crazy. And now you're going to be a naked magician. I hear. <laughs> and now you know, crazy stuff. Doug, how was your uh, your lecture? What what did, what were you doing the last week? All I saw was videos of you teaching magicians and doing professional things. 
That was actually all green screen from my studio just to create uh, the illusion of things happening in my world. I've just been in my closet yeah. the whole time. Good. So I traveled through Texas. I did a thing in Dallas. You know, I was dipping my toe in the pond. I'm wondering who comes to see Doug Kahn on a social media, you know, if I put my put my name out there. Turns out not too many people, but we still had a good time. <laughs> it, it was a standard magic lecture and uh, uh, just a joy to be back sharing time with magicians. Did the same thing in Lake Charles, Louisiana, five hours away from there and uh, did that the next night. So, yeah, this is me experimenting with do people want to see this on social media? Do they want to see little snippets of me with magicians? Yeah. Maybe. He knows me. I'm not exposing anything so far. <laughs> so far. Well, I mean, they're lecture snippets. So it's like I'm, yeah. it's a teaching <laughs> scenario. Yeah. yeah I noticed. And, <clears throat> oh, that's right. And conjure.com, the store is no more. Oh, yeah. I said I'm out. That's interesting. That's, I think that's smart, but what, like, it's just taking too much time, right? That's all. Yeah. Yep. It's a labor of I love, and I loved it, but I need a clone. I just, I can't do that job and do this job to the potential I need to be doing it. So I get to be a better magician instead of a better retail person. It's a, it's a good trade-off. Interesting. Mm. So now yeah, what, will you, what will you plug? Because normally you'll plug, you know, Oh, I'll still plug Conjure.com. That's going to be a portal to all things Doug Conish. I'm going to start uh, all kinds of side businesses, uh, including siding itself. I'll do like house siding and other construction. (laughs) Basically, whatever we can do. You know, like for now, it just it says, hey, guys, if you've enjoyed this and you want to continue supporting me, go join my YouTube membership. So for now, it says that, you know. Yeah, but maybe in the future I sell downloads there or other things. Um, it's a learning portal still, I think, for beginners, and I want it to be that as well. You want to come learn some magic in kind of a structured way? I'll be able to spend more time doing that. And then also this. Here's the gray area. I want to talk about this a little bit as a magic retailer. Once I've introduced a certain amount of beginners to the world of retail magic and my job becomes ingratiating the noob into intermediate retail magic. Well, let's talk about intermediate retail magic. Who wants to be in that business these days? Magic Bailey, apparently. It's fair. Look, I mean, there's people who need this service and there's people who are providing this service wonderfully. And it's a challenge to do it in this day and age when the retailers expect you to buy a new trick from them every day. I mean, Mm. every day in my inbox, they're like, here's the presale. Here's the presale. Here's the presale every day. And then I have to make choices for my customers on how they grow with the new products. And most of it's trash. And I don't want to do that business. So y'all be careful with your purchases. I'll help you out if I can from the sidelines. That's my, you know, uh, did you see magic Bailey? uh, I love it. Opened a magic shop. I love that magic Bailey has a shop in New York city. He's going to end up killing all the other magic shops, dude. (laughs) Cause he, he was working at Tannins and I I saw him in the New York store and he just kills it. So it it makes sense that he would do his own. Yeah, Nothing it makes, makes sense. a difference more than a good counter guy, and he's probably one of the top five in the world. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I bought uh, that thing sponge with donuts. Ne- I never used it, but a Magic Live. Yeah, oh yeah, I bought Sponge Donuts because of him, and also this other product that's in my drawer where you vanish a signed bill and it ends up inside a sharpie. If you know that one, love yeah. it. Um, 
and from seeing him and and never used uh, that again. <laughs> That's part of the process. But, but he's not it, supposed to know? use that stuff. That's right. That's what I thought. <laughs> Demo only. <laughs> That's how it works. No but, no, but that's cool. That's very cool. And uh, all, all these social platforms are doing memberships now. Like we were talking about how Instagram is doing one. Yeah, or, what's up uh, with that? You got that option? Don't, I don't <clears> have that option. So I do, as as I do on TikTok. But I'm, as far as mm. the membership thing goes, I'm all in on YouTube. Yeah, you know, when I look at companies I trust with my money, they're really the only one. The only There's a, there's yeah. a membership on TikTok? Um, yep, TikTok subscriptions are a thing. Yeah, wow. Is, is that so that you see their comments first, and like they can send direct stuff to you? Yeah. Uh, I'm so not interested in doing business with that company. I have no idea what they okay. offer to to um, to the professional. Sounds like sounds like you've been talking to Mr. Beast lately. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know they just don't. Uh, they treat their creators horribly. I think it's yeah. going to be the death of them, really. Well, in in better news, like because you guys on the tubes would see like Mr. Beast has just done like five podcasts with different people, and they're all sick. But he mentioned that next year it's probably going to only start in the US, but their YouTube is going to rev share split YouTube short revenue with creators they're going to do a 50 50 split with the ad revenue and and when i read this it was like oh finally like someone's doing it yeah that's TikTok's gonna be over there collecting they're they put ads on their tiktok they're all over the place these ads do we yeah. see any of this remuneration the creators no and if no, they're doing a 50 50 split that's going to be insane that's going to be this like, is what I'm saying. It could be the death of TikTok when YouTube's over there going, hey, y'all, here's your share now. And then everyone that's on TikTok going, uh, you know, my $1 per million views isn't cutting the mustard anymore, you know, or yeah. whatever they're paying for a million now. I quit even looking. I don't even look at the uh, – it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, TikTok sucks. <clears throat> it's good for lives. TikTok is great for lives. It's good, it's good for it's lives good. if you're going to like go live on TikTok and then live on Twitch at the same time and like funnel them over there. Or live know, on, I'm just saying, you can get YouTube. a couple of thousand eyeballs on the live and then you just got to know what to do with them. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah. Try to funnel them over to your YouTube live. Yeah. That's where or the Booker Bucks is. Go buy my <clears> house <throat> siding at conjure.com. <laughs> hey, Jesse asked an interesting question. To where you were talking about medium level, like intermediate magic. How does someone know what level of magic they are in? Fuck, that is such a difficult question. <laughs> mm. That is so hard to answer. He, he, you know, as an older magician, I'll tell you this. Most magicians think they're good throughout their uh, evolution and rarely attain that level. Mm. So um, <clears throat> that's the truth, right? <clears throat> from a professional viewpoint about the state of magic and from a magician who always thought he was good. I thought I was good when I was 18. And now I look back at the trash I was doing when I was 30 thinking I was good when I was 30. And now I think maybe now I'm just starting to understand what this art's about. I'm ready to do something good now. Finally at age mm. 54. Well, but well, it doesn't matter how you slice it. I'm the fucking best. So well, we know that. <laughs> Uh, maybe shit. it's maybe it's <clears throat> something to do with the uh, like the ten thousand hour rule. Like, have you done that routine 
it's it's also to... it's art and there's different cases like jason you are an anomaly you know anything you put your mind to you just attack it wonderfully and execute with, with wonderful precision hey, not everyone has this ability to 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 you know whatever the x factor is that allows you to produce <clears throat> the things you do it's it's uh it's a beautiful thing <clears throat> i think uh persistence is the key for anything if you want to do it then commit and do it well you know what like, though i just gave up on the cliff clip shift so that's not true after 10 years of persisting and i found my i was just practicing it a second ago and i swore off that damn move i said i'm not gonna waste my time anymore go ahead and do it sure do the, it uh, <laughs> that's what i'm saying but not persistence isn't always the answer a, God damn, the, yeah, it is persistently kicking ass Man, I'm so you know the, sad to leave that move behind because I do. You know the other it. thing that I've been playing with is the uh, is the pass lately. Hang on, let me see this one. We can talk of, about the pass. That's fine. Just not right, the this damn is clip like, shift. This is such a nice uh, <laughs> boom. Anyway, anyway, you want to see the uh, you want to see the clip shift? Here you go. Look at this. Oh, wow. I flashed a little bit. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm not used to performing for cameras now, man. I'm like rusty. I want it so bad, and I'll never have it. I just let it go. Yes, like I just I got a new subscriber. <laughs> You see that uh, little cat thing? That means I just got a new YouTube subscriber. I'm convinced yeah. my thumb is too big, and that's the problem. I'm, I've convinced myself that's the problem. It's where are not, you? Uh, where are you holding the deck? Doesn't I matter. I quit it. I quit it, Jason. Trust me. I've analyzed every millimeter of this move in my hands over the last decade. Oh, uh, yeah, every millimeter. Trust me, it's me. <laughs> I've analyzed it. Ah. <laughs> uh. It's Josh can do the clip shift. Don't give up well. I still, I, I use it on stage, but I, I'm doing it where I'm controlling a card, not as a color change. So, so mine doesn't have to be as clean. And hey I man, think that's, what that's I do too. really I, I what use I, it I as wanted it for. So the main reason I use it, yeah. I, I wanted it for the one-handed side steal. That's what I wanted. I'll never have it now. <laughs> Maybe that. I'll invent something else. I'll create what something. What a negative Nancy you are. Jeez. It's reality, you know. But now you've only got 12,987 moves you can work on. Damn, that's not enough. 12,987 just ain't enough. No. <laughs> It'll never be enough. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Going there now. Yeah, sorry. Singing the truth. That. Yeah. You know, the truth um, really is you eliminate <clears throat> as you get older. I had a guy yesterday asking me, I, we're, he was asking me about my uh, case that I use and where I keep all my tricks. And I'm like, mm. man, I got a deck of cards and some rope, <laughs> a couple coins. I don't, I don't have bags and pouches and zippers full of magic and things. You know, it's, we eliminate as we get older. I'll be going to this, uh, to this yacht gig with like four coins, maybe two decks of cards and a pen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some rubber bands if I'm feeling risky <laughs> and the moves are the same way as you get older you'll find you stop doing the moves that don't serve you well like the clip shift well the clip shift serves me very well personally well, you'll, I, I use maybe, it all the time you are the anomaly sir but you might find moves you can't do one day maybe probably I mean, not <clears throat> these days i get more excited about a move i can do with an object i already have than opposed to having to buy a gimmick or a new prop you yeah. guys find that like I love acquiring like a new effect I can do with the stuff I already have. That gets yeah, me. Yeah, baby. Truthfully, I'm like a, I'm like a wee bit of a collector though. I like collecting stuff. 
Like that's why oh, I yeah, own so much magic. Yeah, I own so yeah, many I, things. If I'm gonna miss anything about running the magic shop, it's that every single time I placed an order, I bought stuff for me too. Right? I'm a consumer mm. on that level, and I will miss buying all the junk. Like you know, the, the, uh, the thing, thing that Doug. Sorry, go ahead, Josh. The thing that Doug. We got it. Let me interrupt you. We're smoothing out our podcasting again. All I was going to say was the thing that Doug showed me like last week is a perfect example of acquiring a new effect or a new method without needing anything new. Um, <laughs> and only me and Doug know what we're talking about. But I think that thing got released. I think we can talk about Hanson Chin's release, Crazy Sam's Handcuffs. Oh. I'm going to talk about it on YouTube this week. It's a good item. Oh, it's sick. expensive as a it's, son of a bitch. It's, it's great. I, I tested it out um, in amongst rubber band magic yesterday and it's great it just fits in so nicely after yeah. this podcast you guys are gonna have to give me some uh some dl if you, yeah, know you need saying. to download on download. this you'll love it that's right i hope it's released i have i've been so busy i haven't even looked but uh yeah i'm doing a little I mean, hanson chin review special i got a pile of his stuff that's added up and i figured this out because uh, i'm i'm griping about all the new crap that comes out hmm like every single thing I've got from Hanson Chen, with the exception of just some minute issues, has been exactly what I thought it would be, and I've been happy with every one of them. It's like you're not rolling the dice when you buy a Hanson Chen product. That's Versus, kind of how I feel about Nicholas Lawrence's stuff when he's not working with someone else. When he's working, oh so yeah, by same ballpark. Mm, yeah, I've been I've been feeling that way with um, Henry Harrius's effects. Oh, Henry's a gem, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been feeling look, that unfortunately, way with Ace and Ma, the magician's effects. The, these are not the guys in the inbox with the pre-sales every day. If it was them every day, great. Mm. But every day, it's not them. And, yeah. and every day, these people are still coming up with things we don't need. What about Volpine Creations? <laughs> we like this guy. I, know I love Adam stuff. Wilbur. I think, I think he's a gem. Yes. Yeah, he makes good stuff. He never sent me any coffee cups, though, son of a bitch. <laughs> I, he wants to, though. He told me. He told me he does. Look, we can make that happen. He has an Australian connection. You should have these cups. He told me he wants you to have them, and there was a some con uh, anyway. Yeah, he couldn't. He, yeah, he has having issue with the shipping or something. I can't remember. They could, they could also be the fact that you've been gone for three months. No, no, this was before. This was long before. I would encourage people also just go buy them. Yeah, I might go. <laughs> Good I might just order it's them. a quality product. You get so much with that package. It's like unbelievable. You yeah. priced it so low for what you get. Yeah, man. The man makes good stuff. Um, Volpine Creations. You know, he's like whole acting like uh, the Magic Castle is just all his original creations. Every single effect. He doesn't use any... How rare is that to be able to do? Isn't that? That, it's kind of crazy, though. It's like, what the heck? <clears throat> putting a level just, of care into the release as opposed to just trying to release something just to make a dollar. You actually put some care into it. You think about, you know, how a guy might perform it in the real world and and then the whole release process. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of his releases is actually how to release magic. That's one of Volpine Creation's recent releases. You want to learn about releasing magic in the industry? Go buy that. He knows wow. things. He's been involved uh, with the business a long time. A release about releasing. Yeah, well, Adam had 10 years with Illusionist before he, you know, even started doing, you know, you spend 10 years with Illusionist, you know things. Yeah. 
And you can Jay, we we get Jace back once after three months, and he's bored already. Speaking of I'm the not, dark side, I'm not bored. I'm just <laughs> just becoming a Jedi Sith Lord. I'm becoming a Sith Lord, baby. That's right. How cool hey, is Brent, this thing? There? Brendan says, "I Jason, I met your yacht gig client at a gig the other week. So awesome to hear someone adore you so much." Uh, <laughs> Ah, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, he did tell me. He messaged me. Uh, he messaged me on email afterwards. That he was he like, I ran into Brendan Dooley. Yeah, yeah. He, he's like, I'm, he's like, oh, I ran into Brendan Dooley. He says he knows you, and I'm like, yeah, I know old Brendan Dooley. Trust me, I've known Brendan Dooley for many years, mate. Brendan Dooley, huh? <clears throat> Where is he Dooley. these days? Man, Dooley just finished, uh, I'll tell you after, but he just, or I mean, he'll tell you, but he just uh, finished facilitating like a full three or four day conference, like emceeing an entire multi-day. From my understanding of it, he's uh, killing the it big, at the moment. It's the big bucks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's going on tour soon with, I imagine, the World Festival of Magic New Zealand tour again. Wait, is there a tour for that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it, it is just a tour. Like that's what it, they name it that, but it is a tour. Oh, like a oh. show tour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Brennan. Yeah, he, Brennan's probably the one to actually talk about it, but I'm just yeah. uh, butchering it. And uh, he, yeah, he, uh, he's killing it, man. I don't know, Brennan Dooley. He's been on the podcast a lot lately too. Huh? Huh? What do you guys yeah. think? Have you enjoyed him on the podcast? I'm asking the the viewers right now. You enjoyed old mate Dooley on the pod? Has he been doing a good job? The good thing about Dooley is he's so in the know. Like he chats to so many magicians so often that he just uh, he knows what's going on in oh, the yeah. magic world. I mean, I don't know much about magic anymore. I just uh, exist in a vacuum now. You do yep. three months on a ship, you feel a little bit like out of touch. You know what I no, you know what I feel like? I feel um I'm very happy to be back on land. Like as soon as I got off the boat, I don't know if I told the viewers yet, but as soon as I got off the boat, I literally went straight back to the streets that same day. Got off the boat after three and a half months, dumped my shit at home and went straight to the street and started doing shows. And it just felt like home. Felt so good. Streets is definitely my happy place. Um did that three days in a row, man. Just bust three days in a row, made some content. I had to like set up my office. Um because it was kind of just torn apart as I was like coming and going from the ship. So mm-hmm. it, you see, it's like not, not like crystal. It's not clean at the moment. It's like kind of messy, a little bit scattered. So I got to like tidy it up and I got to get that stuff going. But yeah, the boat experience for me, I mean, I did get one cool thing. Look at this. I got this, uh, I got a new tattoo. There he is. Haunter. There he is. Look at that. Haunter. Oui. It filled in this gap. Remember, I used to always have this like blank part here, so it looked like I had like two separate sections of tattoo. But fills that in nicely. Yeah, I managed to get that in. We got into a land day in Cairns, so I had like six hours, and I was like, "All right, I got it. I got off the boat." Yeah, and I ran to the nearest tattoo shop, and I was like, "Can you do this?" And they were like, "Yes," and I was like, "Do it now!" And I had to like get it done and then get back on the boat before it sailed away. And then I had to do a show that night with a really sore arm because i had this yeah how was that that was good no it was fine you know it's like a weird uh like a self-punishment you know it's like a weird self-punishment but it's good feels it hurts so good 
and then uh, did the show, and it worked out well. And there were a few good good moments. Man, meeting Mika was interesting. Um, he's exactly how I expected him to be, which is great. He's he's not any different to how you see him on video. He's exactly the same dude. Wonderful. <clears throat> which I mean, is you great. Made a, you made a comment that you were like pleasantly surprised, like how good his chops were. Oh and yeah, he was showing me life. some stuff, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. different. Like some of the stuff he was showing me, I was like, how come you're not making videos of this? Because this is like some of the stuff he does, man. He's it's good. It's really he, good. He, he's been taking lessons with uh, Franco Piscali. Yes, and he did show me yeah. some of his work. He fooled me like twice. Oh, baby! He, like, did, did a couple of tricks where I was like, "What the, what the, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It's a good experience. And uh, oh man, here's a good story for you on the crossover from Australia to New Zealand. Um, you have to. There's a point where like two seas cross, right? And it's when the water is the roughest so the boat got real rocky for like a, a whole day maybe two days there oh, really no. really rocky like and if anyone's had any experience with seasickness um this story That's gets so good it, okay so what happened is uh i've got to do a rehearsal because we've got a new person on the boat so i got to i got to teach him the, the show or, or whatever it is work with them with everyone else to make sure it happens and i'm like in my cabin and it's so rocky and I was like laying down because when you lay down on a rocky boat, it's not so bad. Like you can't feel the seasickness. And I don't normally get seasick, but in this case, I was feeling it. Anyway, I'm like, all right, it's time to go. And I stood up and I could feel this was a gamble. Like I had to get from my cabin. <laughs> I had to get from my cabin to the rehearsal space before I threw up. Like I knew I was going to throw up. So I had to get there before I throw up. Um, or I could stay in my cabin and wait until I throw up and then go. Either, but I have to go now because the timing, like I have to go because the rehearsal space is now. So I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll go. I run out of my room. I go down the stairs. I'm feeling good. I'm doing all right. And then all of a sudden, as I'm walking along the M1, the M1 oh, no. is like the name of the center of the ship. So this is not a passenger area, but, but there's a lot of crew down there. And as really I'm walking along the space. M1, yeah, yeah, it just hits me. I was like, oh, shit. I got to throw up. <laughs> right fucking now like this this is happening and then i so i ran into the laundry room right there and oh, i just no. blew chunks into the sink <laughs> just a shitload of chunks into the sink unbeknownst to me that this was the one sink in the entire ship that is fucking blocked and <laughs> so now there's just now there's just this big ass pool of vomit floating in the sink that Everyone won't go hates down. You. it will not go down yeah oh and it's no just, in the fucking in the laundry area. <laughs> oh my god! Oh shit! So I had to like awkwardly go and tell someone like, "Oh, hey, we need to clean up in the laundry area." <laughs> it was fucking terrible. And then uh, there's another seasick. This one for you. I got another one for you. So we were at Airly Beach, and from Airly Beach, you can take a little boat, a little tender, all the way out to the Great Barrier Reef, which I did. It was awesome. Great Barrier Reef, beautiful. I highly recommend anyone that has the chance, go out there and scuba dive and snorkel and all that good stuff. Anyway, the ride over there is oh, it's horrible. rocky, rocky as shit. And I was doing fine, by the way, because I was like, ah, oh, I'm just going to nap. And I'm like sleeping. It's a really long ride too. It's three well, hours. On like a smaller a boat hours. to get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like real rocky, man. But I was like asleep for most of it. I was like, fine. And then fucking Ruben wakes me up. By accident, he like flicks his bag over his shoulder or something and it hits me. And this is like an hour into the trip. So there's two hours left on the trip. 
and it hits me and I wake up and I'm like, what the heck? And I, ha- I didn't realize how rocky the ship was. But then when I woke up, it started to hit me and I was like, holy shit. And like people are just handing out vomit bags because it's just expected that this is going to happen. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy shit, I got to go and throw up. So I get up, I go to the bathroom, I throw up. I feel great. I sit down. It's still rocky. I got to throw up again. <laughs> only this time, only this time, somebody goes into the bathroom and they lock the door, obviously. And yeah. so now I'm stood there like just like trying to like remain patient. Like, okay, <clears throat> I can do this. I can do this. I can just sit here and just meditate through this shit. And then the door finally opens, <clears throat> opens the door. And I'm like, yes, I'm going. And as I stood up, <clears throat> and like, <laughs> it like filled up my cheeks and a tiny little bit went like square. <laughs> <laughs> then I went into the bathroom right. and I threw up. Oh, it's funny because they, they try to tell you, like, if you're going to be sick, don't go to the bathroom, like, where it's a dark, confined space. We want you to throw up in these bags and blah, blah, blah. But, like, yeah, yeah. the moment you feel sick, all you want to do is hide from everyone and just chunder it up <laughs> and get it out. I can tell you this. The the boat smelt very different from the beginning to the end of that trip. <laughs> I can tell you that You know, <clears throat> and it... <laughs> I had the same experience where it was super rocky. I reckon 50% of the people were seasick when I was on yeah, last yeah. time. Sandy and I both got sick, but I didn't. I only got sick coming back because I'm an idiot and I ate like the, the hot lunch they make you on board. Apparently, uh, apparently eating actually helps though. Like if you eat a lot of food, you'll, you'll be less sick normally. Yeah, yeah, it helps with the quantity of throw up you have later. That's what it helps. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. You threw up everywhere, you blue chunks. Yeah, yeah, but luckily only coming back. But but Sandy had it the whole time, so she couldn't wait to get in the water because once you're in the water, it stops because you're you're with you're with it now. Um, but it's horrible. So it's funny that you had you know the same thing. It was it was so like uh, it was just a weird experience just to be like yeah I'm gonna pay three hundred dollars to go to the Great Barrier Reef and I just throw I just throwing up for six hours like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, like it's the almost... reef itself was incredible. Like I did the whole the snorkeling and the and the diving and all that good stuff, and it was great. We did this like underwater like submarine thing where you get to see some of the some of the stuff. It's awesome, beautiful, yeah. really great, really great stuff. But my oh my, that vomity stuff was pewee. <laughs> yeah, I recommend like, like apparently you can. There's an option where you can get a helicopter out there because they have Gosh. a platoon out in the water. Might just do that next time, eh? <laughs> if anyone's rich enough, that's the way to see it because it's the the reef is cool, but the right out there and back is just shit. It's yeah, really it's a logistical shit. nightmare unless you don't get seasick. But even if you don't, the funny thing is, is looking at the people's faces, right? Because at the start, everyone's like so excited <laughs> to go to the reef, and by the end of it, everyone's just sat there like, oh. And all the like, little they all, kids they are all like, look, oh. they all look miserable as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, everyone looks so miserable. Just watching that shift from beginning to end of everyone just yeah. becoming super miserable is so funny. And it rained while I was on as well. Did it rain? For oh you? yeah, no, it didn't rain for me. I was lucky. We, we got we got a good experience. Because then what happens when it rains is like you're wet already from the water, but now you're still wet. And then so by the time you get back, you've been wet now for like two hours, so you're freezing and throwing up, and it's just like it's a bad time. <laughs> Yeah, it's some uh, man. Seasickness sucks, dude. Look, on behalf of Tigger, 
And on behalf of Scott, <laughs> I'm going to put an end to all of the vomit discussions. This is how you, <laughs> guys, this is, uh, you wanted to know from Jason, this is how you lose 20 kilos. This is That's it, the man. secret. This is the real world. That's the secret, baby. Just be seasick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, those are the only, no, there were, there were only three times that I had seasickness. The, f- the first time was the very first day I was on the boat. Yeah, yeah, it still continues. No, 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 no. We're gonna switch up the conversation. Now. Okay, tell us. This, but this is the stuff we want to know. So, what other weird stuff happened? What other on, weird on stuff happens? Yeah, man, there's so. What's it so like weird. having? Um, <clears throat> what's it like having all the the people on the ship, all the the muggles, just like after you've done a show, now they all know you. Like, how is that handling having every stock joke said to you? The next day, like, can you make me uh, yeah, dollars? Where's the balloon right. gone? Yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. The the people on the boat on the cruise are like, they're just having a good time. I don't mind. It's easy to escape them too because you can just hang out in your cabin or whatever. But did, it's did um. You do any close up? <clears throat> did you perform much yeah. outside of the show? Yeah, I did some close up. I flipped off an old lady on stage. That was funny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> They get kind of testy on those boats about these they, kind of things, huh? They, you, they do. Well, yeah. this uh, this show is an R sixteen plus show, so it's like oh, okay. you, kind of, you kind of expect a bit of vulgarity, right? Anyway, I remember I remember we just finished the show, and uh, everyone's clapping. <laughs> There's this one old lady just sitting there going, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so everyone loved it. But there's yeah, just this one old lady just. You posted it, and so I was, and so I was like, "Yeah, you better have it, huh?" Yeah, I was like, "She thought the purple rabbit was like a Disney show or something." Um, yeah, I posted that short. I since took it down. I decided I didn't want to f bomb up there. So, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I read, I read up on the terms and conditions. You're allowed to swear in your reels, uh, and it's fine, and you won't get punished for it. But then again, like my stuff has always been pretty family friendly, so yeah, it's a consideration, right? Yeah, I guess uh, I guess I'll just keep it. But in the show, you were f bombing. I said it once. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "What are you a fucking ventriloquist?" Yeah, <laughs> just the stock joke. But yeah, that was this crazy drunk lady, man. She wouldn't shut up. And then at the end of it, I'm like, "Shut up, lady." If you saw that as well in the video, yeah. Ah, uh-huh. I didn't shut see that. Up, I didn't lady. get to see this. Was this a real? Yeah, yeah. I've since taken it down, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a nice moment. Nice moment. And what? What was uh, what happened to make you not film for three months? Mm, you know what it is, man. It's and give us the, like the real source. No, I'll give it. I'll not, give it to you. Not so like th- the. I was going to have a break. No, well that that is part of it. So originally, I had planned to get on the boat and just film everything. I was originally the plan. I brought all these cameras and stuff. Once I was on the boat, I found that I was just busy. Um, so I wasn't making much content, but then when I did start making content, I realized that all of the ship lights are yellow, which makes all of the footage look awful. And even though, yeah, sure. I could still make some bits good and stuff like that. It's, it's objectively way harder to, I'd have to color grade. I'd have to like skin tone color grade in order to have any footage that looks normal. And it was just, it was like the amount of time that I would have to spend in my cabin instead of socializing with all of these um, other it's like people, you already which, which have, I have a, a job to, learn. to do and then you have a learning experience that presents itself exactly, and then on yeah. top of that are you going to do another job right right so yeah so i was originally i was planning to do it but then i was like nah this the experience is worth not 
making content for. And then also it was kind of just nice to not make content. Like obviously like I like making content and I'll continue to do it. And now that I'm back, I'll probably make heaps. But for that time frame, that three months where I I posted like a couple times just to let people know I was still alive, but I kind of enjoyed it man. the freedom of just not, not being ruled by the algorithm was kind of nice. Yep. Um, mm. Meanwhile, yeah. your channel still grew. I saw. Yeah, it actually, you, you had it actually like a- blew up. It actually seemed to get more traction now that I stopped. <laughs> yeah, you had like yeah. A, a massive a massive growth spurt on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, I went I from uh, what was it like twenty k to thirty seven point six k. Just not so gained, right. So we gained seventeen thousand subs. Like in the best possible way, Josh, like Josh that's is angry. not right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I love meanwhile, it. Josh, meanwhile, Josh is out here grinding, rise and grind. He's like one of hey. those, you know, those I like love- Chad robots, <laughs> rise and grind. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I've, I've accepted my fate. I love seeing my friends, you know, getting what they want. It's nice. Getting what they don't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been putting out good content lately, though, man. Don't you mock me. It's not. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, your content sucks. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, no, you've been putting out good stuff lately. I've liked your Street Magic uh, shorts. I've Thanks. enjoyed them. It's just I've you. enjoyed them. Ain't just nice. me. Yeah. You know, maybe I, I, you did something. Maybe you did something <clears throat> a while ago that's got your account flagged or something. Maybe you did something bad. Did you Maybe. ever post, it, it's you ever post some like racist stuff? Uh, not late, not lately. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, back in the day, like, not nothing this year. I mean, last year was dark, but not nothing like. Uh, you I swear, know. I've been wholesome this whole year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sure. right. Yeah, try to avoid the racist stuff, man. It gets your account banned. Yep, I've heard that. Yeah. And uh, what else is going on, though, huh? With you guys, I feel like I've been out of the loop now. I haven't really really done anything. You know what I was thinking about? If we needed topics, something that's exciting is happening in the States. David Blaine's show just launched in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard that there's Resorts World. Yeah, man, I want to go see that. that show. I think more than anything, I want to do right now in life. Which show would you rather see, David Blaine's or Ozzy wins? Both. David Blaine. Uh, this show looks incredible. I did see. Yeah, I did see some like clips of him like actually doing the balloon float thing in the. In yeah, the right. Yeah, like, floating around some, the balcony. How, how y'all doing? Shit. Wow. I, uh, I saw that. I saw I, the box like the box dive. Oh yeah, right. Someone someone put up a clip of He's that. He's doing that. He's doing the under the water for ten minutes or whatever. That's insane. Man. Dude, imagine imagine watching that. You just go in, you just sit there for ten minutes watching a dude submerged in water. And the clip I saw, he had like an alligator swimming around with him. Like a- wow. We should uh Josh, let's just book a flight. Let's go. Like that show needs to anyway. be seen. He's the most iconic <laughs> magician of most of our lifetimes. I still give it the Copperfield for me. Who and he's still working. I recommend that show too. It's amazing. Yeah, but man, but Ozzy wins in a circle, not to be overlooked. Now look, um, let's make this clear. Mac King still wins. He's numero uno. Mac King, go see him mm-hmm. before anything. But David Blaine is the one I want to see right now. <laughs> oh man, Mac King's the one. For me. 
Yeah. Consistency. Well, I, anyway, uh, God I would damn like it. I'm going to talk about Ozzy for a second, all right? So, uh, you know, David Bro, You always sold- talk about Ozzy. Come on, man. I know. Well, the thing that is really cool to watch is seeing all of the people's reviews of the show that aren't magicians. So we know how good he is, but it's awesome to see non-magicians talk about how good he is without knowing, like, how good he is, if that makes sense. It'll be and, interesting to see how the show, you know, uh, resonates with just the lay public. Like, take a show yeah. like Derek Delgadio, who had extended runs, $5 million in ticket sales. And if yeah. Ozzy is not doing that, why? Well, um, he's his show's already been extended now till the end of the year. Great. And the way, it's, the way it's set up is it's a close-up show, but it the way they've set up the seating, it can hold 100 people even though it's a close-up show. It's kind of like what they did at Magic Live with the, you know, the tiered going up and up and up. Yeah, I've seating. seen that, the stage. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And knowing the, the crazy stuff he does, like now, yeah, I can only imagine what he's doing in this show. But, but it's been just all I see, you know, every 20 minutes is another review of the show go up that he shared. Well, and, uh, as, as I talk about how we must see David Blaine, we also need to talk about how Ozzy Wind is his right hand man the whole time, right? <laughs> He's right there next to him, right? Yeah, the, I mean the, whole the way. show. The show is produced by David Blaine, like it says. Yeah. David Blaine presents the inner circle with Ozzy Wind. Yeah. All right, let's go. So no we'll doubt. make a quick pit. We'll see. We'll go to Vegas, then we'll make a quick pit stop in New York to see Ozzy's show, and then. I had friends on my Facebook feed. They're like, hey, I went to uh, Ozzy Wynn's opening. Blaine was there. You know, we hung out and mm. had yogurt in the park afterwards. I'm like, fuck, man, what a good time that must have been. Damn. You go to Ozzy's show, Blaine's there, and you go have yogurt in the park afterwards. How does David Blaine all night. How does David Blaine eat yogurt, I reckon? I you know, reckon he snorts it through his eye. He's like, what? <laughs> I can ingest this whole thing at once. <laughs> <laughs> you see that clip of him eating nails on Fallon? I did. Yeah. He's just yeah, eating yeah. nails and chokes up the, the fish. Yeah. What about the, the James Corden one? That was that was great too. Like the premise of making the most expensive drink. And uh did you guys watch this? You give me a blank face. I didn't see this one. So this is a few days after that one. Um Well, I'll I'll just I won't I won't spoil it then. You guys can watch it. I'll go I'll it's go pretty, see it. I'll go watch it. it. Is, is, Pretty unique as well. Let's make yeah. this clear for Jesse. Aussie Wind. What's the name of the show? Inner Circle, right? Inner Circle. You're there. in New York, go Jesse. See that. Oh my God. Yeah, you got to see it, bro. And then let report back to us. In fact, do no, this. Film it secretly and send me the video. Do no, that. Man, Josh, you're going to go. I'll settle for Jesse's secret bootleg video. That's fine. Then, Just get me the tape, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, and Jace, while we're while we're in New York, then I may as well take you to see Steve Cohen's show as well. Yeah, we should also go and visit Ruben Moorland. I suddenly feel like I don't have enough money in my life. Jeez, how you? I need <laughs> money to do these things. Don't worry. Once this rev share, rev split starts yeah. up, you'll have all the money in the world. You know, it's going to be solar powered. That's the wave of the future. You know, solar powered house siding. Doug's already rich. <laughs> Doug's rich as fuck. No, I'm not. No, I was doing earlier this year before <laughs> Facebook do. realized how much they were overpaying everyone. I thought I was going to be rich. And then they were like, oh, oh, we don't have to pay everybody that much. What? Uh, oh, did it get, did it get dumped? Did it? Oh, comparatively, we could talk about it. It's ridiculously lower. Oh, well. Talk about it. 
It's like a yeah, I remember you. I remember you like raving on about how incredible it was before. Because it was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing. It's still good not bad. Last forever. Look, look, an individual can make a living being consistent and the good content. But you can, you're not going to get rich like I thought you could. Mm. Jesus, Bob. Bob went to visit Doug, and now he's saying, I can vouch for Doug <laughs> not being rich. Look, I can vouch for Bob not being rich either. <laughs> As he stayed at my house. <laughs> stayed at your house with his one clothes. <laughs> he's got a one clothes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Afraid. I'm not rich. I get by. Man, rich is overrated anyway. Rich means more taxes. Yeah, people think taxes I'm rich suck. because I have YouTube numbers. I'm not rich. Not yet. Oh, I'm going to get there. I just want to have, you know, if I want to go see Ozzy in New York, I'd like to have that money. Like, I can't make that choice for myself today. And when I want to do these choices, I want to be able to do them. I reckon yeah. Josh hits his first million in the bank by the end of next year. Hey, Josh, when that happens, you need to throw an Ozzy party. As long as... Bring for us all to go to New York. As long as the government stops taking my money, I had to pay like, oh, well, I'll, that won't tell you how much I made, but I had to pay like 30 grand in tax this year. Just gone. Ooh, that's baby. not so bad. That's like my it's, net worth. It's not so right? bad, but like <clears throat> making that deposit, like you feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a normal though. Like <laughs> it's a, it's um, what is it? In the Australian thing. Luckily, in Australia, our tax threshold is not so bad, though. Like I that's think it's not like, to mention what what I, whatever I had to pay in GST as well, which is separate. Yeah, separate to that. That's but. where it, that's where it becomes ass. But anyway, oh Jesse, yeah. if you just go to Ozzy Win's website, ozzywin.com, you'll see like all the shtick about the show and stuff, and uh, you'll know where it is in in New York. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we did have fun, Bob Possible. That's correct. The whole the whole syndicate group was here. It was a good time. Oh yeah, how's that adventure going? Huh? They're on the they're on the journey across all the states, right? Well, they did New Orleans. I know that happened. Yeah, is that like That's the right. goal? Like and just traveling from state to state and doing magic or something? We didn't yeah. do a podcast after you went with them to the street, but what happened when you when you took them out? Uh, it was good. You know, I, you know, who did the best I think was AJ. He just went out, put his head to the grindstone and started banging, you know, little sets out. Bob's a natural out there. Of course. Uh, the truth <laughs> of the matter though, is New Orleans will eat anyone alive. If you're not used to the grind and you know, you have to be a street performer of the highest order to make it really happen in New Orleans because it's hard here. So they were all noobs, you know, doing it, but with great enthusiasm, good performances. I think everyone was happy with the experience. I was, I, you know, I put it online. You can see some of the action. The boys did good. Hmm. And did anyone right. end up in, in prison? I'm surprised. No, no one got maimed or, you know, arrested or, oh. you know, cause certainly you put a bunch of, you know, people just out. Like I, I dropped the guys off in the French quarter and it was like, good luck y'all <laughs> from there. Anything happens, you know? They stay oh, with I'm me surprised. a few nights, but not all of it. Jesus, man. That sounds Look, fun. New Orleans is not the safest place in the world right now. In fact, and if you look in the list of unsafe places in the United States, you'll see Louisiana is number one. And the reason why is New Orleans. Our hmm. current state of crime is horrible. And so it's not a good time to be just on the streets doing street stuff. Well, when YouTube and TikTok won't pay you properly, what else are you meant to do, Doug? 
It's time to become the new Heisenberg. Doug, you gotta, you know, you gotta go out there and cry. Time to break bad. Have you heard about the solar powered house siding? Uh, yeah, I think you mentioned it like five minutes ago. <laughs> Conjure.com, baby. <laughs> Does this still work? Yep. All right. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Yeah, man. It's good shit. <laughs> and I don't even what, know what, what my stuff does anymore. Man, coming back and having to reset up my computer has been a logistical nightmare. I'm I was just surprised. All the, all the lighting and the cameras and the fucking sound equipment. I feel like the last the last pod you did like a year ago was using your um the other that that other classic uh, microphone that Doug used to use that I'm forgetting the name oh, of. Oh yeah, the Blue Yeti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fine mic, actually. It is a good <laughs> mic. It is a good mic. I don't think that I had uh, had mine plugged in properly though, so I think I was using <clears> the onboard <throat> laptop mic, which is probably why it was so shit. Ah. Uh. <laughs> That was a dark time. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. I'm going to upgrade my mic, though. I'm going to get the one that you're using there, bud. Yeah, buddy. Get one. I hear, Thanks I for hear, recommending the I one I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, cost-effective wise, this is still the best. It's a good mic. I got zero Yeah, this complaints. is, if you're looking at cost, this is the well, best. Well, also, I if felt like the other one needed though, a cloud lifter, I, and I didn't want I to think, spend more money on another part. Hmm. Yeah, I think the one that Josh is using that mic is the better one. It's a, it's a good mic. They've you even got cloud lifter, Josh. I, I have a cloud lifter. However, Rodecaster Pro, there's now a 2.0 version, and that one doesn't require a cloud filter. If you have, oh, I'm not. I don't use a cloud on this cloud one. lifter. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. This one has one, but like I said, I only got it so I could beatbox on it and stuff because I oh, know right. it takes in yeah. sounds better and voices. All right, better let's hear it. Let's stuff. hear you beatbox. <clears throat> Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. It's like, you know, I'm getting there. Boots and cats and boots Yeah. Whoa. You had to quickly hit us with the lip <laughs> There it is. Yeah, Jace has been getting real good with his beatboxing, hanging out with the top beatboxers on the ship. Yeah, practice, man. Practice. I, uh, I just like the skill set. I... Probably will never use it, but I just uh, can't let Josh have something that I don't have. So, <laughs> yeah. well, it's your honesty that I respect. <laughs> Anything Josh has, I must have as well. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, what's that? Is that a photo box you got back there? Huh? It is. Might go, might go pick one up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we've so we've got Sandy's parents staying with us at the moment, and so we've had to move the, her stuff into this room as well. So all the products that she takes photos of and, and things for her business is now in my room right now. And oh, I got a question uh, for you, bro. That's for. Have, have you been using your gimbal? Uh, you you bought a gimbal, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. I bought one, and it's still sealed in the <laughs> in the in the box. <laughs> Yeah. I was hoping you'd use that. I was like wondering if like you managed to get some cool shots. Like, dude, taking some B-roll shots with that, like walking through the city and stuff, would look awesome. Like super smooth and like. What are you hmm. shooting on the street with, Josh? Use using your Canon? Or, yeah, use oh. yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna upgrade to the Sony A7 III. One day, but I, the reason I want it, I would want to get that one is for better slow mo and you know 4K. 
But films, now, films 4K in 120 frames as well, which is yeah, insane. which is insane, right? No, no crop as well, no crop. So it's like, yeah, it's insane. Eventually, I will, but it's not on like that. I need that now kind of thing. Like it's it's not stopping me from. I don't know, buddy. I reckon content. as soon as I uh, as soon as I get mine and I post the video with it, you'll probably have yours. With oh, a well, day or two. Of, of course, that's what I'm waiting for. But I'm just saying, <laughs> until then, there's no need for me to have one. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pick one up maybe later today. I reckon. Okay, and I tomorrow. <laughs> I uh, so the thing is, the thing is, <clears> the <throat> Sony A7 III, Doug. It's a little bit pricey for the body alone. It's like two and a half grand, and uh, the the lens the, the the lens that I think I'm gonna buy with it is a 16 to 35 millimeter lens, like a it's a full frame with a zoom lens, which is great. So it's like it's like having multiple lenses in one, but it's kind of the same size as this this lens that I'm talking about. It's about the same size as the sixteen. What's the that aperture we're on using. it? Is it like a one point four? One point eight. Yeah, that's still good. But the, so the the camera is this the camera you bought already, or are you doing another purchase? Didn't you no, buy no, a no, Sony? No, no, not yeah. I'm going to buy it. Oh. It's like the camera. It's the camera that I've wanted for the longest time. Yeah. But I just. Uh, <laughs> I just was right. never going to pull the trigger on it, but now that I'm back in town and content, I'm going to need a mind. note from you explaining to my wife why I need this camera as well. <laughs> if you could just detail that out for me, I've been trying to explain it. She doesn't want to listen to me. <laughs> I think the beautiful thing about it is it's the same size as like the EOS M50 that we're using now. It's like That's almost the same size, size. Yeah. and it's just that it's just a good camera. I was messing around like looking up because you know some people on the boat had them and. Man, after seeing them, like, and how user friendly they are, and just how fucking good the picture looks, I am so getting one. Mm. They look ridiculous. It's criminal how good they look, and they have inbuilt stabilizer. Thanks, bro. Just something there, but we're still live. We're still live. We're still live. <laughs> like, that was the sure most the... abrupt ending ever. I, I thought I you were going to commit. Ah, oh, you didn't commit though. Ah, oh. I, uh, I should have. God coming. Damn it. Thanks for listening. It's time for us to disappear now. Disappear now. But we'll see you again on the next episode of The Magic Guys.